The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you looking at cutting your health insurance premiums by as much as 20 to 30%? Are you aging into Medicare and need help finding a Medicare supplement plan? Call Drew Moak of USA Benefits Group at 601-953-8449. Drew is an Ole Miss grad located in Mississippi and licensed in seven states. He works with the nation's second largest health insurance brokerage with access to 35 different carriers, and he can help you with any of your health insurance needs. From regular health plans to life insurance to dental and vision and even Medicare, he has it all covered. Now more than ever, it is critical to have a health insurance agent who is local and accessible. So call Drew Moak at 601 601- 953-8449 and get your free quote today. Welcome in to another edition of Red and Blue Smoke. I am your host, Zach Berry. Joining me, as always, Greg Jones of LB's Meat Market. Greg, good morning and happy week two. Yeah, good morning and happy week two. Sounds awesome. Uh, we're uh, getting this football season started and um, nothing but good stuff so far. Big blowout victory against Mercer, which, by the way, I don't think a lot of people realize it. Um, sure, FCS opponent, but um, it's a legit top twenty-five, top twenty FCS program. So they're they're not anything to to sneeze at. Um, so an impressive beatdown of a team that um is probably going to win a good amount of games this year. Uh, now ramps up week two. Rebels head on the road to Yulman Stadium, Uptown New Orleans, to go take on Tulane. We'll get into that a little bit here, but first. I do want to remind you of where you can find Greg and the folks at LB's. That's 2008 University Avenue across from Kroger. Go see him. Uh, If you didn't know by now, he announced it last week. The plate lunches are back, baby. Go get you uh, some fire for, uh, I don't know, what is it, Greg, $10? Yeah, I mean, we uh, we actually had a really good first week of lunches back. Um, we're going to do a uh, pulled pork sandwich, baked beans, potato salad for 8 bucks, a smoky bacon burger, baked beans, potato salad for 10 bucks, And then on Fridays, we do the Philly cheesesteak. Uh, I know that's Ooh. a very popular thing. So, um, yeah, just... Um, you know, just um, baby steps, baby stepping with it on Thursday and Friday, and then uh, 
Yeah, it, it's it's a really good lunch because I know when um you know nearing football season, you know the square is tough to buy get lunch and you know have that sort of thing. And you know we're off the square and come in and you know grab a plate and uh, take it back to the condo and enjoy yourself and you know don't fight the line on the square and then um go go from your day from there but yeah uh it's worked out good and uh we're, we're excited to have uh the lunches back on thursday and friday absolutely yeah you can't can't start off a weekend better um than getting a good plate lunch at lb's also i do want to remind you i tell people all the time don't sleep on it go go peek in that cooler make sure you uh you don't miss anything in there because good deals always in the cooler um Get you some nice, uh, some nice pieces of meat, some nice fillets, um, maybe some, uh, some pork chops, chicken. All that is in there and more. Um, but yeah, LB's Meat Market, two thousand eight University Avenue. You can't miss it. Go over there and tell them uh, the folks at the Ole Miss Spirit sent you. All right, Greg, let's get into it. Um, a little bit of, you know, I said the idea for the show, we were going to try to do it as best as we can. Like, obviously, couldn't really do a lot with bears last week. I guess, I guess people do eat bears, I guess, maybe. Um, Probably but, uh, gummy bears. <laughs> yeah, that's true. My, my kids would have loved an episode about gummy bears. Um, but yeah, so let's get into uh, into some New Orleans, uh, you know, Louisiana cuisine here. I know you've got some, you've got some tips and tricks, and uh, I don't know if you want to give out a recipe, but you've definitely got some... Uh, some uh some help for the folks here i um i'll ask you this off the bat are you partial to gumbo or jambalaya which one do you prefer um uh, i like the gumbo i mean uh I, I i prefer the gumbo i'm a i'm a gumbo guy and uh same I'll, I'll i'll give uh i'll give a couple little secrets that a lot of people don't know about on the on making their gumbo a little bit better and giving a little bit of extra pop but uh yeah i'm gonna have to say uh i'm a gumbo guy I'm the same. Um, I do like jambalaya. And here's another thing I'll tell you, Greg, before you get into the uh, the tips and tricks. And maybe I'm wrong here. I, I grew up on it. We had it all the time. My grandmother made it, and it was amazing. I feel like shrimp creole was slept on big time. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a traditional Cajun-style dish also. Um, yeah, there's so many good Cajun dishes, and there's some really good Creole dishes also. So got to um, gotta um, make sure you know the difference between a Cajun dish and a Creole dish. Yes, yes, yes. You can uh, – if you're traveling to the game this weekend, you got to be very, very clear on uh, which one is which because you might you might offend somebody. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. And you, you don't – want to step on a Cajun's toes that's for sure I'm, I'm very <laughs> thankful uh, my uh my grandmother was uh was was Cajun Italian and there's French Italians I, I mean uh, uh you know French Cajuns so uh two different situations but uh yeah no one's got tomatoes and one doesn't <laughs> all right so let's get into the gumbo here I, I'm interested to hear your take on you know how you add a little zest and pop in there uh, well, honestly, the first thing you really need to uh, to do on a really good gumbo is stir consistently. Get comfortable, find an, uh, a t an episode on of, or the podcast or something like that to where you can stand over the pot and consistently stir because that's the key um, to um, to a good gumbo is, you know, constantly stirring up, uh, stirring a roux and making sure that roux uh, looks like a used penny. You don't want a brand new penny. 
you want to use pennies. So <laughs> that, um, that's uh, and, and if you need to uh, look at pennies and look at a brand new penny versus a used penny, um, that that always helps also. So, um, but yeah, no, that's just the uh, the kind of the thing that you want to do is just make sure you stir it consistently because that's what's the key to the really good roux. I will say there's a couple you know secrets that makes the roux really really good. I use duck fat. Um, you know, you, t- Ooh, you yeah. can render down, render down duck fat. Um, there's some essential oils and, uh, flavors in duck that, um, that, you know, are l- a little bit more flavorful than just your plain old olive oil. So I always like to use duck fat and I also like just to kind of, um, chop up some pork belly with that duck fat because, uh, the pork belly gives it also, um, some good flavor also instead of the, just the plain olive oil. But yeah, man, that's the key. Just get that duck fat get that pork belly and just kind of render it down and get a consistent uh, parts to, with your olive oil and your flour and then just make your roux. Always, always uh, make uh, make sure your roux is, uh, like I said, that used penny. And then once you get that used penny look, then you can add the Holy Trinity, which, um, you know, is uh, blessed by the Cajun gods. And it's very simple. It's a bell pepper, onion, and some celery. Uh, I have some friends that use poblano peppers, so um, that can ah, be um, a, right. a different twist to it. And I also have a couple friends that use uh, dark beer um, in their gumbo. So um, don't be afraid uh, to use a dark beer in your gumbo. It's not going to mess it up. It's just going to give it some flavor. Um, I, I've, I've been told turbo dog, uh, be it a turbo dog, is a really good dark beer for your gumbo. Um, So, yeah, with that being said, you just got to consistently have that stirring. Uh, You got to make sure your Holy Trinity is, you know, prepped and ready to go, because whenever that uh, whenever that roux is ready to go, you got to put those that Holy Trinity in and uh, go from there. So. um, So, yeah, that's that's just kind of a little small secrets, the duck fat, the pork belly um, and, you know, a couple of the uh, turbo dogs really uh, go a long way on, on making a gumbo good and flavorful. I, I agree with all of that. Um, I've never tried beer. Um, I have dabbled a little bit with, you know, some different peppers. Um, cause I do, I, I do appreciate a little heat. I, I gotta, you know, clear up the sinuses a little bit. I, I've, I grew up always putting hot sauce on damn near everything. Um, which so by what the way, hot sauce are you, are you a I, crystals or losing okay. LSU suck sauce or what, what you, what you got? <laughs> That's what I was just about to ask you. So I am a crystals guy. Um, my wife is big on Cholula. We always keep that on deck. Um, I don't mind Cholula, but crystals for me, I, I love crystals. And then um, I'll give you uh, one more before uh, I throw it to you um, to see where you're at. You're probably on the same page here. I love me some Valentina's. Yeah, you've uh, you've knocked all the good ones out and left the uh, left the uh, <laughs> left the uh, Tabasco out. I mean, Tabasco is just Tabasco. I feel like it's the uh, the Coca Cola of hot sauces. Like it's in yeah. every uh, store, and uh, you know, not, I'll, not I'll not say this, local. Greg. It's like Pepsi. Like you know, when you go to a yeah, place, you're like, like "Can I get a Dr Pepper?" And they're like, "Is Pepsi okay?" <laughs> and you're like, "No," but like, like yeah, if somebody's like, "We got Tabasco," you're like, "Ah, oh, okay, all right." You got any crystals back there? I'm like, well, let me see. I'm like, please go check. Yes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Uh, but no, you know, no, no knock on Tabasco. They, you know, all they're everywhere and, um, and you know, they do a good product. I just think there's so many different hot sauces. I, I just like going and looking at all different styles of hot sauce. We've got a, um, a, um, a bunch, a bunch of, we've got a smoked chipotle pepper, like Tabasco, I mean, uh, hot sauce. You know, there's a lot of different hot sauces that have made from a lot of different peppers. No, it, there's there's no shame in having at least five to ten hot sauces in your in your kitchen. Um, uh, you just got to find the right flavor to go with the right dish. So I'm a big fan of the hot sauce. You know, uh, I, I'm gonna have to agree with you. I like Crystal because because it uh, top to bottom it's just very consistent. It goes with all your gumbos and jambalayas and your red beans. So I just you know for some strange reason the uh, the Tabasco has a just I don't know I think it's got a little too much vinegar in for me. Yeah, and for some reason, I, I feel like, I mean, you got to give it a good shake, but I feel like it's a little bit too too thin for me. I like a little, like a little substance with my hot sauce. Like I like a little bit, little bit thick. Like a little yeah, thick I mean, hot it, sauce. It, uh, the true tell, the true test of a really good hot sauce is uh, when you, you give it a little shake, and there's still some uh, some good stuff on the bottom. So, um, got to yeah. give it that extra shake to get those. Uh, to get all those flavors. But yeah, I have to agree with you on that. You just got to make sure you have a good, you know, consistent hot sauce that goes with, uh, with your, with your flavor profile that you're trying to accomplish. All right, let's get over to jambalaya. What, um, what's your take on, on jambalaya and kind of what's your go-to method for, uh, for serving that dish? Well, I mean, a Dutch oven is going to be the key. Uh, you have to have a really good cast iron pot or, you know, something like that. The Dutch oven, is uh, kind of pretty much the perfect size for making jambalaya. It's going to be about 20 to 20, makes 20 to 25 servings. Um, that's key. I mean, you know, you don't want to make a jambalaya that only serves five. Um, and, you you know, um, with that being said, that Dutch oven's perfect. You know, uh, you got to season your chicken, uh, just saute your chicken um, and, and just kind of golden brown your chicken and your sausage. Take it out. And then after you've taken your chicken, your sausage out, you know, just uh, saute your um, your, uh, your 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 Trinity, you know, with the ore oregano, you know, black pepper, white pepper, cayenne, bay leaves, fresh garlic. So you just kind of want to make it into a step by step process. Um, after you've uh, kind of sauteed your your andouille and your and your chicken, I prefer dark meat. I I just uh, I think dark meat has a lot more flavor has a lot more moisture than the white meat uh you can use chicken breast that's fine i just prefer dark meat that's just me because i'm a chicken thigh guy just think it's got a lot more flavor um that you're trying to do and you know when you're making a jambalaya you know you're stewing your your meat down you know so uh the dark meat's going to give you a lot of flavor uh, on that so um but yeah just kind of make it into a step-by-step -step process after you've kind of sauteed your sausage and your your chicken, you know, put those bay leaves and uh, the white, black, and cayenne pepper, and just kind of saute it down, and then you know, add your add your chicken uh, and your um, add your chicken and sausage back into it, and then uh, then then serve. Uh, that's when you want to add your chicken and your sausage, and if you want to put some shrimp in there, uh, put some shrimp in there, but you want to use that last. You don't want to overcook your chicken and dry your chicken out. You definitely don't want to overcook and dry your, you know, uh, shrimp out because shrimp, you know, it takes shrimp maybe two or three minutes to cook. 
And then if you cook any sort of shrimp for 15 or 20 minutes, it ter- you know doesn't taste good, doesn't have that good um, good uh, shrimp flavor. So just always add your seafood and your chicken and your sausage last on your jambalaya. And of course, everybody knows how to cook rice. And if you don't know how to cook rice, I think Uncle Ben's has something to where you can put in the microwave for 30 seconds and it cooks oh, yeah. rice perfect for you. So, um, but yeah, there's a a lot of different uh, options on the jambalaya. If you want to do the Creole uh, jambalaya, just add tomatoes. If you want to do a Cajun jambalaya, don't use tomatoes. So, I mean, that's the difference between a Kira, a, a, a Creole and a Cajun um, jambalaya. And that's key. I, I like tomatoes. Um, and, you know, some people don't. Um, some people just think that it makes a dish weird. But um, I prefer the Creole jambalaya because uh, I like those roasted tomatoes. All right, I'm going to throw you uh, over to uh, red beans and rice, which, first of all, I don't know how online you are, Greg, but um, one of my favorite uh, characters on social media these days um, is uh, John Snow. Yeah. (laughs) On the beans. On the beans. Yeah, I I literally, that was the first thing I was going to say on, you know, recommend on, on any sort of red beans. It's just, Get on that YouTube. Uh, get on the. Uh, do we call it Twitter or do we call it X? I I still say Twitter. Um, it he has is, to be Twitter. There's yeah, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on on X, it, it's yeah. problematic to say that. Um, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's on X. Uh, check him out. He's a really cool. <laughs> uh, he's a really cool uh, character to follow. <laughs> yeah, he's on. He's on Twitter. He's on Instagram, and then I discovered him on TikTok. It, my algorithm on TikTok is is pretty much just golf and food. It's very dad esque. Do you follow um, Mr. Chime Time too? I've never heard of Mr. Chime Time. Yeah, look up Mr. Chime. Okay, all right. Chime. He does. Um, uh, he does some really good stuff. He's very similar to uh, Omen Beans. Yeah, yeah. I so he's great. Um, if you're not familiar, he, he basically this guy that that lives in Louisiana and he goes around to different places and eats red beans and rice and he does these very colorful critiques and and reviews of places and just you know talks to he's, the he's locals. a great he's a great twitter personality i think i think he's a yeah he's a good his, guy to follow his journey during the lsu florida state game was pretty great um well you know he went to mississippi did you see that oh oh, oh yeah yeah i thought i thought for a second you meant he went to school in mississippi oh, yeah no, i did no, see him he, he um, <laughs> where did he where did he go he was in like, oh my god he stayed like on on, he was in uh, Jackson, right? Yeah, he stayed on State Street, like literally across from <laughs> the street from the Waterburger. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh my God, this poor guy has no idea what he's getting into. Um, but no, uh, I have, do you have a shirt? Because I have a shirt. I, I no, I, I need to get the, uh, uh, I love the uh, his bit about respect your body. Um, oh, yeah. As he eats one piece of lettuce on his on his uh, plate lunch. <laughs> yeah, or like you know now Abita has the um the hop water, which I, I guess I could look it up here because he is um he is sponsored by Abita, so he's usually drinking an Abita. So hop water is like a Citra and Cascade hop infused sparkling water. Um, so yeah, he'll take a sip of that and he'll say respect your body, but yeah, he'll he'll eat like a salad and say it um. Yeah, I need to get some merch because I do. Um, I mean, I love red beans and rice. Um, if there's a if there's a place that offers it, I definitely want to try it to see if you're about it. Um, 
But yeah. and I will say I will before we start uh, the red beans. I will say Camilla red beans only, only. Those are but, those are a staple. That, yeah, that's it. There's there's no. I mean, whenever somebody bite, can I use kidney beans? I mean, yes, but no. Just you get that. I mean, it's got a perfect. It's got a pretty little flower on it. Um, the presentation of the bag's great, and it's you know they pick through the red beans and make sure you get the best red bean every single time. And I will say another thing is soak your red beans overnight. Do not, you know, cook them or anything like that. If you have time, because red beans is going to be, you know, a, 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 not a timely process, but just always soak those Camilla red beans. And uh, that, that's your first step of making a really good red bean. I right, So I've noticed Tim a couple times. He He's done the, um, the cheat code that I typically use with red beans and rice is that you get the cornbread and you just crumble it up and throw it into the red beans and rice. That's what I do. Yeah. I mean, that's what everybody should do, especially, uh, especially if there's a fried pork chop available. I, 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 I almost like to do fried pork chop on the bottom and then cornbread yeah. and then the red beans on top and just literally almost have like your own KFC uh, bowl, uh, but Cajun style. Yeah, I I love that play too. Yeah, I'm I'm big on um, yeah, I love when the 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 fried pork chop and he just gets it and just starts eating it like a potato chip. Um, oh yeah, and he picks up and he's like, now that's a good pork chop right there. Yeah, I mean his 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 tagline. We gotta get him. We should have got him. We should have got him on the show for at least like two minutes and just let. I mean, I, I might. Yeah, I might gotta, see about I might, those DMs. Yeah. I might see about getting him on for the LSU game. Yes, that's what we can do. Or try to get Mitzi in here or something. Um, um you know, Mitzi's I would a love, I would love to get his take on just all things like Louisiana, New Orleans. because uh, look, I I I'm I've said it a lot. I'm not knocking New Orleans. I just it's not my favorite city but i do enjoy well, when a, when eating a hurric- there. when a hurricane comes in and gives the whole city a bath and it still smells <laughs> um that just that uh but, i mean that just okay. i mean that's my first take is literally i'm like yep still still smells still, the same because uh, like I, smells. Uh, my uh my mother uh was uh her business was based out in new orleans and i uh i was fortunate enough to go to the sugar bowl from 92 to 98. Um, so um, had a nice little stretch where I went to New Orleans uh, on New Year's and watched the sugar bowl. And, you know, I, I, I still remember the cell, the smell when I was, you know, 12, 13 years old, going to that Alabama Miami game and uh, went there uh, passing through to go to, we went uh, fishing down in Venice two weeks ago and uh, rolled down the window. And sure enough, that step, that, that same, New Orleans scent uh, still there. So, uh, yeah, New Orleans is very unique. Uh, a lot of personality in New Orleans. Yeah, but it's it's definitely it's definitely one of my favorite places to eat, though. A lot of fantastic places to eat there. You can't go wrong. Um, and I will say another thing about New Orleans. It's, it's a solid 48-hour, you know, place. That's exactly like, what I was going to say. <laughs> you just uh, – I mean, you know, if you're It's like Vegas. Yeah, it's very like if you're in uh, New Orleans for more than 48 hours, um, you know, uh, I, I don't know what to say after that. I just feel like New Orleans is a solid 48 hour uh, uh, travel site. 
Yeah, I yeah, that that's kind of mine is like I've done the long extended weekend and it's just a lot. And I mean it's it's different for everybody. I mean, you know, not again, I'm not trying to dump on New Orleans. If you if like what you like. But for me, you know, mid 30s, I'm not I'm not all about, you know, the Bourbon Street lifestyle anymore. Um but I do I, I, like I mean, going and eating. Yeah, I mean, you know, the food is everywhere, anywhere is great. Um, and uh, they, they have a bunch of, you know, uh, traditional places, you know, like mothers and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, it's a it's a it's a cool spot. I just, you know, prefer 24 hours and then let's go to Venice and go fishing for two days. Uh, you know, let's, uh, but as far as 28 like, hours in New Orleans, uh, you, you are a serious trooper if you can if you can handle more than 48 hours. Yeah, I mean, if you gotta if you go, you gotta go, you gotta go to Willie Mays. You gotta go check that out. That that's kind of one yeah, of the things a that I like to do. Stuff. The World War II Museum's really cool. Um, I mean, there's there's a bunch yeah. of uh, cool cool spots and cool uh, cool places to visit. Like I said, just forty eight hours is my max in New Orleans. That's for sure. Yeah, if you're going uh, this weekend, I'll throw out Coquette. That's a really good place. And Toops, uh, Meadery. Is fantastic, and then um, if you want to get a little, pig, little uh, is it the pig in the whistle? Is the pig in the whistle there in that? Uh, or I'm trying to think. I was gonna say another place. If we're talking, um, uh, food, uh, I do really like turkey and the wolf. That's a good sandwich spot. Yeah, that's it. Tur- turkey and the wolf. My bad. And then uh, if you want to get a little fancy, pesce is pretty good. Um, but yeah, you, you can you can walk around and and run into any good restaurant down there. Um, and yeah. are we 100 percent that every Ole Miss fan knows that the game is not at the Superdome? Are we, are well, we sure locked in on that? That is a that is a good point, Greg. I'll bring it up once again. It is at Yulman Stadium that is on campus at Tulane. Um, which, by the way, would... <laughs> haven't been, but it looks lovely. Yeah, I, it looks perfect for uh for for Tulane. I mean, it really does. I like those little small style, you know, kind of. I, I say high school football stadiums or Texas style uh, high school stadiums, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it fits perfect. Uh, Texas probably has I a couple like the, bigger uh, ones than that one. Yeah, I've actually yeah, I actually rolled through uh, Texas and I go, oh man, what, I wonder, is that Texas State? And they're like, no, that's a uh, Rockport High School. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that's yeah, uh, that's, that's nice. That's the uh, yeah, that's the. Um, the Carroll independent school district stadium that everybody shares that seats 28,000. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I had a friend that, um, he, he, um, he, he played in that stadium. He's like, man, it's nothing like it, but I go, well, that's good because, uh, we only, we played in front of like 500 people. So I was, I was nervous in front of 500. <laughs> I couldn't imagine 26,000, you know, in a high school game. Yeah, it's uh it's a different world. Um last thing food wise before we get to picks. Um I put you, this wasn't in our our show notes, so I'm going to put you on the spot. What's your go-to po boy? What's your favorite style of po boy? Oh man. Oof. Um, man, I mean I I love fried oyster po boys. Um Okay. I, um I, I, but I mean, if if the oysters are fresh and they're on the half shell, I usually do dozen half shell oysters, shrimp po' boy. Um, yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm a shrimp. I'm a shrimp guy. Kind of, kind of, 
kind of do that also. I mean, I, I'm not a crawfish po'boy guy. I feel like it's just, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, I just like those big golden, golden brown fried shrimp on a good fried shrimp po'boy. I mean, are you a mayonnaise, lettuce, tomato, hot sauce guy on the po'boy? Is that, yes. is that how you roll? Yeah. I was just about to say, you got to add the hot sauce. Um, well, I yeah. actually, uh, I, I mean, the the mayonnaise, ketchup, and hot sauce. Uh, I actually think that's the uh, the New Orleans, Louisiana secret sauce. That that's got to be their uh, their secret sauce. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like in New York with like SPK. Yeah, for sure. With like with bagels, like I, I know I'm sure a lot of people are taken aback by that when they they get a a traditional um, like Jewish bagel shop and they put the ketchup on. Like a bake, like a bacon, egg, and cheese, or something. People are probably like, "What the hell is this?" But it, it tastes good. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I will give a little secret before we get into the picks on the red beans. A good ham bone goes a long way in red beans and rice. So ooh, get you okay. a good smoked ham bone to put make a to always do um, to make those red beans and rice. And give I it and, a little, you know, another, give it a little body. Little, yeah, I mean, you know, you just. You just, you know, literally stick the ham bone in the middle of the pot and then just, you know, let it sit there. And you're like, oh, because, you know, the marrow in the bone uh, gives it flavor. You know, the smoked ham gives it uh, gives it flavor. But uh, big, big, uh, big ham bone guy when it comes to my red beans and rice. Let's get into picks here. Before we do, let's take our uh, let's take our break and hear from the other sponsors that bring this show to you. When we come back, we'll talk week two and uh, Greg and I'll give out some picks on some of the big games. So hang tight. We'll be right back. The College Corner is headed to Oxford. Stop by their new location in the Oxford Commons off Cisco Avenue. They'll have 4,000 square feet of Rebel gear ready for your trip to the Grove. On your next trip to Oxford, stop by the College Corner or our other great locations in Ridgeland and Flowood. Hats, shirts, polos, pullovers, sweats, T-shirts. College Corner has it all. And as always, you can visit us online at collegecornerstore.com. That's collegecornerstore.com. The College Corner, where your game day apparel meets. This podcast is brought to you by Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Get on over to see Cody Allen and the crew to take on the challenge of their wide, plush Zoysa Fairways and large championship Bermuda greens. They have two putting greens to hone in your game with the flat stick, a driving range, and a chipping green to tighten up the short game. Book a tee time online at olivebranch.com or give them a call at 662-893-4444. That's Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. This podcast also comes to you thanks to Bluff City Advisory Group, Memphis's leading team of finance professionals who can provide advanced assistance with financial planning, pension, and qualified plan support, and business and estate planning strategies as well. Former Ole Miss Rebel and founding partner Ben Still, along with his elite-level customer service team, make it their goal to help you meet the ongoing demands of your financial needs. Learn about this and more at bluffcityadvisory.com. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head. And PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. 
So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com slash TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. And we are back here, red and blue smoke. All right, we've talked grub. Let's get into some ball here. Week two, let's do. Uh, let's focus on SEC first and foremost, and then we can get into some some cross uh, pollination with some of the uh, big. Uh, I, I do. I, I do have to I- issue a, an apology to Coach Prime. Uh, I oh, dude, I you and me know, both. I, I, I did not realize that he listened to our show. <laughs> And uh, he DM'd me and asked me if I believed. Um, you know, did he Brown, tell I, you, I believe. I'll did he tell, tell you he ain't he ain't hard again. to find? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, said, but he said, I, I ain't hard to find, this. we coming. Yeah, I will say this. I do believe, and I do believe that, you know, he's, you know, a good coach, a good assessor of talent and everything. But you got to give – you got to look beyond – beyond it a little bit you know there wasn't any tape on that Colorado team uh there was 80 some odd new players you know yes you could look at Jackson State games and try to you know see what he was going to try to do via Jackson State you know games but you know now that there's film out on you know Sanders and and uh what he does I watched the TCU replay a little bit and you know he's got some talent across the board but um, you know, it, uh, people uh, will figure out that nut to crack. So uh, I will say, Coach Sanders, uh, thank you for listening to the pod. I didn't know you were a big fan. Uh, but, yes, I do believe, but we're going to have to get a couple more games under our belt for me to really, really believe. Yeah, I am uh, I'm really interested to see what's going to happen this week, and we'll get into that game as they uh, host Nebraska. Um, that ticket – I don't know if you've seen it. That ticket's going for close to $400. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Travis Hunter can't play 130 snaps every game. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, not a lot of not a lot of tape on him. Brand-new staff. I thought Sean Lewis did a, an outstanding job calling that game. It was uh, – from what – I need to go back and re-watch it because I was kind of watching it while doing other things on Saturday. But, um I mean, just an electric game, tons of fun to watch. And yeah, I mean, I I think it'll be fun 
if Colorado can be competitive in the Pac-12, I, I don't know if they're going to win eight or nine games. I mean, it's just week one, and TCU looks like they lost a ton. And um, but but good on but good on Coach Prime and and, and the Buffs because yeah, I, I I'm I'm with you. I I had to make an apology yesterday as well because I was I was way off on that one. Um, yeah, well, it, I think I think what he's trying to bring to the table is just literally a fun game to watch. You know, um, of course, uh, you know, watching the Nebraska and Minnesota game when it was seven to ten, you know, in the middle of the fourth quarter. I mean, that just that, that didn't look fun to watch. But when you no. have a high pace game, and it's almost like <clears throat> Loyola Marymount back in the nineties, you know, scoring 110, 100 points, you know, just up and down the floor. It's just that's fun to watch, and uh, it's a good ticket yeah. to buy, and it's a good product to sell. So. Uh, I did. I think I heard through the grapevine that Colorado didn't have the money to pay Dion, and they raised it in like one week to pay for his contract. So, um, oh. you know, good for them. I know. For I know they. Up. I know there was like a massive influx of money as soon as he was hired. Um, like the boosters were just geeked to have just some semblance of excitement um, and recognition. Yeah. Excitement goes a lot of a long way, and uh, excitement gets money uh, out of people's pockets. That's for sure. Yeah. So I and and I know it's cliche to say this, but like there are certain programs when like they're competitive again. Like college football is a lot more fun. Um, like Florida State, for for instance, like you know the the ACC was just Clemson for years, and that was it. And now you've got Florida State looking like one of the top five teams in the country. And yeah, let's 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 let Colorado have its its moment in the sun in the Pac-12's final season before they go back to the Big 12. So that'll be fun. Um, all right, so let's get into the big one first. Texas at Alabama. Um, pretty crazy here, Greg. I don't know if you saw this, but <clears throat> I saw this stat on Sunday. Um, Alabama hasn't played a power five opponent from outside of the SEC at Bryant Denny since 2010. That's Just, almost that's almost 15 years. It's pretty insane. Um that they because you know, most of the time when they're doing that, it's like a neutral site game. Um, they've done a ton of those. It's not like they've avoided, you know, big time power five opponents. They've just always been um neutral site games. But yeah, uh big one. <sighs> I feel like this one is going to be tight like it was a year ago. But this go around, there's no Bryce Young to bail out Alabama, and Quinn Ewers is healthy. The line is seven. Alabama is giving seven points here. Um, Man, I'm going to go Alabama here. I think they cover, but I do think that this one is super tight for most of the game. Um, I just don't, again, it's like you go back to the, the former assistants against Nick Saban, like they don't have a ton of success. And I just think that it'll be too much Alabama at the end of the day. And it's in Bryant Denny, not a super loud venue, but they play well there. Um, and you know, Saban's going to be ready for Sark and, and everything they've got. Um, so yeah, we'll see, uh, we'll learn a lot about Jalen Milroy though, cause he was pretty good in the opener against middle Tennessee, but you know, the competition is going to pick up considerably in this one. Yeah. I, I'm going to have, I mean, I'm, I got to roll with the tide just because I, I wanted to uh, throw out the 
this. Um, I think whenever Clemson beat Alabama in the national championship, I think there was a guy that put on Twitter that he was going to sell. He was going to sell his season tickets, and he like shut. He told them what row it was and everything, and he wasn't going to go to another Alabama game until they hired Dabo Sweeney. I wonder how the, that guy is feeling about that tweet yeah. that he tweeted about three or four years ago, or however many years ago, because uh, uh, ever since Dabo's little TikTok uh, uh, introduction, uh, Clemson's not been, been, been that good. So uh, I just had to throw that out, you know, just because uh, I, I forgot what the tweet said. He's like, I'm not going to another Alabama game until we hire Davo Sweeney. So I uh, hope that guy's uh, sitting in his seat uh, for this Texas-Alabama uh, Texas game because it should be a really good game to, uh, to go to, especially uh, if you're an Alabama fan at Brian Denny. So I'm just going to roll with Alabama. I just think that it's going to be a good game. Uh, it might be a field goal game. Uh, uh, Las Vegas uh, knows their stuff, and uh, you never doubt Las Vegas on any sort of odds. So – I think uh, seven points is a, a really, really good line, and it's right there in between to where you think it's a field goal game or you think it's a two, you know a, a two touchdown game. So I'm just gotta I gotta roll with the tide, Brian Denny. One more big one before we get to Ole Miss Tulane. A and M traveling to Hard Rock Stadium to take on Miami. Um, I think uh, again you're gonna learn a lot about a new staff um, and kind of how things are going to shake out this year in College Station. It's just week two. Um, they looked good in the opener. Um, but is the play calling going to still be with Bobby Petrino? Is Jimbo going to be able to take a back seat? Is he going to let him do his thing? Uh, the Aggies are giving four and a half here. I don't really know what I, I – I still don't know anything about Miami. They were pretty – Average a year ago, I know they've got Tyler Van Dyke back. Uh, Ole Miss fans might recognize the running back from Miami, Henry Parrish, who was at Ole Miss. Um, you know Miami's going to have some talent, but are they going to be able to put that talent in position to make plays and to win a football game? I'm not so sure. Um, I kind of feel like A&M rolls here. I kind of feel like they handle business. I, I still don't really think Miami's very good. Mario Cristobal still got his work cut out for him down there. Last year's game was pretty silly, um, but with Bobby Petrino, if Jimbo could just stay the hell out of the way, I think the Aggies roll here, and I, I expect Connor Wegman and um, Evan Stewart and those wide receivers to have a big day. Yeah, man, uh, it, it, it's it's funny whenever uh, coaches are getting paid a large dollar amount and they 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 want to be in control, but you know they 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 hire offense coordinators to run particular, you know, things and the coach might get in the way or something like that. You know, uh, the whole point of a really good um, head coach is, you know, let, let your assistants do their job. You know, uh, you hired them. Uh, you, you you wouldn't have hired them if you didn't trust them. So I kind of, you know, want to fall back on what you said. You know, you got to let um, – you got to let him do his job and you got to let – and Jimbo's got to let, you know, let it go. And if something happens or – something's bad i mean then the head coach can come in and say hey look you know i think we might not we need to try this or try that but uh hopefully he can trust uh his assistants to do his job but man for some strange reason i just feel like 
if Miami wins this game, how hot is the seat and for Jimbo? Um, uh, because you're expected to win this game. You're expected to, to uh, you know, to, to contend for the West and, um, you know, win national championships. They did not pay you a particular dollar amount to win eight, nine games, you know, and go mm-hmm. to the Sugar Bowl or go to the Citrus Bowl or something like that. So, you know, expectations are really high right now. And, uh, you know, with him getting paid the dollar amount he getting paid and uh, the season that he had last year, I mean, uh, he, he should feel a little pressure. So, with that being said, I'm going to go with Miami just because I, I, I love seeing uh, people get – um, get awkward in, in situations they should feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we'll see. We'll see. I might be completely wrong. Uh, you know, obviously A and M has a lot more talent on each side of the ball, but you know, I just I, I just want to go with Miami just to just to make things in College Station uh, hope, hopefully get weird. For the cringe factor, I love it. Um, all right, the game. I mean, the cringe every- factor doesn't make you money, but it, you know, it just <laughs> it, it, it gives you clicks. You know, like man, maybe yeah. Greg is on to something. And then A and M wins by a hundred. Like I'll never listen to Greg ever again. Like he just he made he made it sound good, and it was a bad. It was a really bad pick. Uh, that's how I was on Monday. Like I, I I had a tough week in locks. Um, but if it's at the expense of Clemson and Dabo Sweeney, I'm fine with it. Um. All right, let's get into the game that everyone's fired up for uh, this weekend. Ole Miss, Tulane. Look, I you got to give credit where credit's due. Willie Fritz has done an outstanding job building that program. Um, a couple seven and sixes, a six and six, and then a two and ten in twenty twenty one. But then they come back with a vengeance last season. They win twelve games. They beat SC in the Cotton Bowl. But this is not that same team. They lost a ton. Um, uh, Tajay Spears is gone. Um, Michael Pratt is back and he was very good last week, but I don't know if you watched the end of that game, Greg, but he was banged up. He was limping while they were in victory formation. I don't know how healthy he'll be this week. I'm, he's going to go. He, he's not going to sit out this game, but you know, is it going to be a, a nagging injury or, you know, it's kind of one of those Greg was like, are, are you injured or are you hurt? Um, I think Ole Miss might take advantage of that and just put some pressure on him in the first quarter and make him make decisions, you know, right out the get. Uh, I, I would, if I mean, if I, if I, if I was, um, um, if I was Pete Golden, I would say, hey, let's put some pressure on this kid. He's not, you know, he might not be a hundred percent. He might be playing possum. Uh, we we need to find out real quick. So uh, hopefully the Revs put some pressure on him early and often. Make him, you know, make some. Uh, decisions on as far as you know a free safety coming up to blitz and um so I, I just think the key here is to get on him early and often um and just see what he's got in the in the tank um and if you know you make a couple bad decisions and get a couple turnovers early and you get up 14 to nothing it gets them out of their game plan um so I just I really hope that you know the revs get after him in that first quarter I think I know this is a trendy game. Uh, the line started at four, it jumped up to seven and a half. Um, looking at where it is now, it is sitting at seven per ESPN. Uh, the totals at 65 and a half. Um, I'd probably lean the under just because I think Ole Miss is not going to let Tulane score a lot. I, I like Ole Miss big in this one. 
The talent differential is probably somewhere between 60, 65 rankings points here in terms of, you know, recruiting classes over the last couple of years. Ole Miss is going to have too much talent across the board. I don't think Tulane can cover them in space. And then let's say they drop seven or eight. Well, they're just going to hand it off to number four. Good luck tackling him. Um, I think Tulane's a good team, but I just think Ole Miss is better across the board. And we saw it last week. I think Jackson Dart, is on a mission this year. Um, you know, he's the starter. There's no more, you know, or on the, on the depth chart now, like he's the guy, I think he's going to be really determined and motivated to make a statement and get ready for Georgia tech and then get ready for Alabama and the sec slate. I like Ole Miss big here. I'd probably say like 44, 16, something like that. I, uh, I just think that Pete Golding's going to be ready for Michael Pratt. And I think they're going to, they're going to have a game plan and, and they're going to execute. Yeah. And I don't want to sit here and jinx it and put the L word on Ole Miss here, but um, you know, uh, uh, the offense looked great regardless if it was uh, Mercer or not. And you could tell Jackson Dart does have a little chip on his shoulder. I think last year he played his absolute soul out. Um, he was, um, you know, and he was trying to do too much now that he's, yeah. you know, in his second year, he feels a little bit more comfortable. He's got, you know, um, he's got some really good wide receiver options, and he can also hand the ball off. Um, and that's a big deal you know, is if you can hand the ball off uh, and maybe check down. You know, if you say a, a, a safety coming up, you know, maybe, you know, throw the slant in there. You know, I think that there's certain things that he's learned and that – and you could tell, I mean, you know, even though it was Mercer, the offense looks really good and the offense can score. Just you got to get a couple plays on defense. If you get a couple stops, if you get a three and out. I mean, my thing is, is I mean, I, I'm not telling Coach Kiffin to, uh, what to do because obviously he gets paid um, money to, uh, to do his job. Um, you know, but I know he's listening. But let's defer the toss. Let's put our defense out there. Let's get a three and out. Let's, you know, <laughs> get the ball and go down and score and let them know that, you know, our defense is for real and we're, we've come to play. So I, I don't know if he'll do that, but with that being said, I think the defense shows up this week and, uh, and they're going to be improved by week by week, I think. Yeah, I agree there. I think the defense is, is going to be much better than people anticipated. Um, I love the front seven depth. And then you've got Suntarian Perkins making plays left and right. And uh, a lot of linebackers were in that box score last week. So I, I look for that that front seven to continue to get better um, for uh, this week's game. And then moving forward, I, I'm excited to see that defense continue to evolve. All right, that is going to do it for this week's Red and Blue Smoke. We've got our picks in for a couple big ones. And then uh, you heard all the gumbo jambalaya, red beans, po' boys, all of that good stuff from our buddy Greg at LB's. Do want to remind you, plate lunches are back. Go get them Thursday, Friday. Can't beat it. Best deal in town. That's at 2008 University Avenue across from Kroger. Go see them and get you uh, get you a good meal and uh, get you some protein for the weekend as uh, you look to uh, start grilling out as uh, the weather hopefully starts to cool down a little bit and uh, you're, uh, you're not running through some shirts out there standing next to the grill. So, Greg, any last uh, week two or any uh, – any grub notes before we head out? 
Man, you know, it's just uh, uh, football season is upon us, you know, uh, getting your routine. Uh, if you uh, like coming to uh, Oxford, you know, uh, come in. You know, the square last weekend was an absolute madhouse. Uh, the store was crazy busy. I know it was Labor Day weekend, but for some strange reason, it was just a lot busier um, this season. And if it was like that for Mercer, you know, uh, there's no telling what it's going to be like for LSU and Arkansas. So um, my little recommendation, and just this is me, of course, because I love uh, plugging my business. But if you have a condo, come in on Thursday, get a couple steaks, get everything set up for for the weekend. And then if you want to go to the square after you eat dinner, go to the square after you eat dinner. But take advantage of that grill um, at your condo and take advantage of LBs because we'll have plenty of fillets. We've got the lane train special. Got plenty of seafood coming in on Thursday. So, you know, uh, I, I, I hate not to say it, but you got to take advantage of LBs and take advantage of your condo and enjoy yourself and uh, then then fight the square whenever you want to. Absolutely. All right, that's going to do it for Red and Blue Smoke. We'll be back next week for some Georgia Tech preview. We'll talk, uh, we'll, we'll figure something out for some Atlanta, Georgia-themed cuisine to uh, get you ready for next weekend's matchup until next week. Yeah. Maybe some chocolate covered yellow jackets. Maybe that might be good. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't know. I've never had grilled yellow jacket before. So uh, <laughs> I imagine, I imagine it stings going down. We'll do a very honest, uh, do a very honest assessment of uh, the varsity. Maybe. Um, oh, oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> I've been there. I can, I can do that. All right. Well, uh, we appreciate Greg as always. We appreciate the rest of the sponsors. And of course you, the listener for tuning in, make sure check out omspirit.com for all of your week two preview stuff, subscribe to the podcast and the talk of champions podcast network. And if you haven't already subscribe to the YouTube channel at OM spirit on YouTube, where all the podcasts can be found. So for Greg, I'm Zach. This has been red and blue smoke. We out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.